You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, it's um, genuinely a privilege to connect with you for a few moments today. And we're unpacking the story this week of the prison warden that's recorded for us in Acts chapter 16. And after an earthquake hits and the doors of the prison cells fly open, he's dumbfounded that his prisoners, followers of Jesus named Paul and Silas, are still there. And so he asked Paul and Silas the most important question you'll ever ask in your life. You know what it is? He says, sirs, what must I do to be saved? I've heard it said before that the sin we want to conceal the most is the sin we need to reveal the most because there's no healing in hiding. You know what I wonder? I wonder what it's going to take before maybe you're willing to admit your need and humbly ask the question, what must I do to be saved? The answer to that question was not long, it was not complicated, but it was profound. Paul and Silas replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Now, what does it mean to believe in the Lord Jesus? The fact of the matter is, you can believe intellectually Jesus was the Son of God, the Savior of the world, but that won't save you. James chapter 2 verse 9 says, even the demons believe that and shuddered, but that's not what Paul and Silas meant when they said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. They're talking about moving that knowledge that's up here in your head 18 inches south to your heart. They're saying, you must humbly believe in the Lord Jesus. There's so much I love about what's happening at Eastside these days. It's such a magnetic environment. And many of us have the sense that something extraordinary and supernatural is going on in our midst. But sometimes I fear that more than a few of us are joining like in services on the weekends, more out of a jump on the bandwagon mindset, mindset than out of a personal conviction. My concern is that maybe some of you are falsely lured to believing that you're in Christ when you're really just near him. I'm concerned some of you might be attracted to Jesus and not attached to Jesus. You're a fan, but not a follower. My concern is that maybe you do the crowd thing, but not the personal connection thing, and there's a big difference. Listen to me, to be present with the masses is not the same thing as being personally connected with the master. I had a conversation with a sharp, intelligent, educated, and articulate woman a while back who said to me, she said, Jean, I've gone to church my entire life. And she named the the names of two different denominations that she'd been a part of for years. And she said, but until three years ago, No one ever told me I needed to personally accept Jesus in here to be saved. You see, just like that woman discovered, your faith has to move from your head to your heart. That 18 inches is the difference between carrying a load of guilt and freedom. That 18 inches is the difference to believing that Jesus is the Savior of the world. You can believe that here or your Savior. That 18 inches inches can make all the difference between heaven and hell for all eternity. To believe this in your heart means you totally trust the fact that Jesus was the sinless son of God. He made a payment for you on a cross that you could never pay for yourself. And that's exactly what this prison warden does. He comes clean and he admits his need and humbly believes, humbly believes in the Lord Jesus. How about you? 
God, I thank you for this powerful word, believe. And my fear is there's lots of people who know about you, who are close to you, but not in you. And I pray that all of us would just do a little self-evaluation of that today to make sure our belief is in you and on you because you're the only one that can save us. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, it is genuinely a privilege to hang out with you. Thanks for being here today. We'll catch you tomorrow.